0: I
1: said, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, little Jada. You know what I'm saying? All my Jada's out there looking for that entanglement. You know what I'm saying? Come holla at your boy. You know what I'm saying? What's it called? me?" Yeah, we, we can you all, all night you want to, baby. What's up? <laughs> what's up? What's up, Shotty? Okay. Yo, it's your boy, Ray. And uh, Swipe Left Ragoo And
2: Amanda Ray from Around the Way.
1: Yes, yes, yes. The first lady from Ray Ray's podcast is back in the building. One more time rocking with your boys, man. Man, I'm hyped about today's episode, bro. Like You don't, you don't even know. How hyped that one about this episode? I can tell you,
2: how Your nipples are looking real hard over there, right? See so why are you
1: looking at my nipples though?
2: <laughs> they seeping through that jersey. See <laughs> so
1: why are you looking? At, why are you looking over here? I'm gonna see. I'm gonna tell your man you trying to entangle with me now because you what? looking at my <laughs> nipples, oh, <laughs> trying to cause an entanglement oh, like Abraham. Hey Abraham, it wasn't me, bro. It wasn't on me. Like she, she looked my way. I'm sorry, bro. I'm not <laughs> with you. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, we we got a really good episode for y'all today, man. Like uh, we got a legend, a legend in the building. you know what I'm saying, you know, Dallas is right. own. You know, in the building, you know what I'm saying? I, I'll get to that here in just one second. But, you know, we got to take the time out. You know, thank our sponsors. uh, Davis Street Mercantile. Mm-hmm. uh Bishop Bars Waters and Recovery. Thank you for everything you do here on Ray Ray's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, and that's that. All of our, our, our sponsors. Also, all of our listeners. Man, everyone listening to us from Kuwait to the UK to Germany mm-hmm. to Canada. Uh, We appreciate all that love. Thank you for continuing to show us support. Continue to tell all those streaming services, yo, you know we rock with Ray Ray's podcast, and you know we gonna make it do what it do for you, baby. All right, all right. So let's get into let's get into let's get into today's uh, today's guest. I mean, we, we 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 got. I like to call him the playmaker. I'm yeah. tell you a little story. One day we were at a bomb factory. Um, we were uh, it was at Jaru Machanti.
3: Yeah.
1: And we were, you know, what I'm saying shot for shot, shot for shot, shot for shot. Facts. Uh, it was me. Uh, this man. Uh, homie Ben, a couple of other people, you know what I'm saying? You know we doing our thing, we doing our shots. We turn around, yo, where did Bingo? Ben just like oh, disappeared.
3: That's yeah. normal. that's no, that's yeah.
1: He just ghosted. Magician. It was like, it's yeah. like man, he walk in his house, he's got a fucking smoothie on Facetime. Yo, I'm just I'm in the crib chilling. Like bro, like what did you? Like? <laughs> <laughs> he called me the next day, like, like man, you messed me up, bro. You messed me up, bro. I'm like, mm, this is what we do. So, but no, this man, like I said, I have to call him Playmaker. You know what I'm saying? I want to introduce you to a legend. I mean, Dallas is very own, you know what I'm saying? From a crooked eye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As as they would just say, give it up for the man. He's a legend. We like to call him Play of Play and Skill. Hey.
4: Oh, man.
1: Drop it. I appreciate you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Man, Man, it's an honor for you to be on the show, real quick. Thank you. Kind words. Kind words. But before we move forward, there's something I want to say thank you to for. Uh, before we went into quarantine, everything, you know, locked down. you know, we celebrated your birthday, you know. What I'm yes. And that was just like a beautiful thing like when you brought your parents on stage yeah. and was talking about that, man, I thought that was yo, that was real love. Absolutely,
3: like, man. That they're they they were um you know, very very uh, instrumental in my career and um I'm at a point now where, you know what I'm saying, like I, I guess you know people when you're younger you're you're kind of embarrassed not embarrassed but like you're gonna keep your parents in the Mm -hmm. you know in the dark you know what i'm saying of of who i was as an entertainer and now i've gotten to the point where i want to share some of those memories and those moments so um my pops man he's 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 cool as hell man and my Mm -hmm. mom um have just been so instrumental man from from day one so i wanted to share that moment with them and invite them because i was i was debating like even inviting family to an event like that i mean Mm -hmm. it's open bar it's all my friends who are uh, alkies, alcoholics. <laughs> um, so I didn't know how it could go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like as um, we're sitting
1: here drinking right now. <laughs> yeah,
3: we're we're on the 1942 today. Yes, yes sir. sir.
1: Yes, sir. Yes. But sir. yeah,
3: man, it was. It was. It thank, thanks. for coming too, man. It, it was a wonderful night. One of the best nights in my life, man. Um, and it was right. Thankfully, it was right before everything got shut down because yeah. I thought to myself, I said, "Damn, man, if I sell, if I don't get to celebrate my birthday, um." before this man and then i gotta go through this it's gonna be a tough thing on me mentally you know what i'm saying mm. so it was a beautiful event man yeah
1: yeah that was a beautiful event and also i want to say thank you too for keeping all the people entertained i saw you and your brother you know i was going live yeah uh, doing your live dj sets doing that and like man i was i was tuned in and man you had like some of the greats like bum B chime in yeah mm. you know the, you know uh was it slim i think yeah, slim, slim popped yeah, in yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. The, those uh uh, what were they called Friday night? What? Rumba? R- 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 rumba La Casa, right? Rumba la casa. Yeah, Rumba La Casa, which means uh, party in my house. Um, uh, Friday nights. Man, I got so toasted. By mi- <laughs> by midnight, I lost focus on um, on my format of music because the majority of our fans now have shifted to South America, Central America, and the Caribbean. And I started playing fucking 90s and 2000s R&B and, and <laughs> yeah. I was like you know what I'm saying they, they, they're not they, they're not educated to know yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying me playing Joe and motherfucking John B and uh, <laughs> yeah. Joe and everything else but I was so twisted that I wanted to play for once I wanted to play um not what the club needed to hear when I DJ, or not what the festival needed to hear. I wanted to play my music that right. I personally. Right. This was yeah.
2: on your birthday, right?
3: This yeah. is your. <coughs> no, no, this is quarantine. Oh. Yeah
2: yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the birthday we yeah, did, we, yeah. we did some cool karaoke thing yeah, as well, like, like yeah. that. Yeah. I
2: remember
3: E-man. that Slim came out, right? Yeah. yeah. Slim came out. Yeah. And got on his knees. Oh, singing man, bro. Oh, but you know, that's the second time E-Man's crazy ass did that, man. He, oh. we, we uh we, we was in um in Hollywood um when I was living in L A. And and we went to a a really popular karaoke bar that has all these um ig people and, and just man one night i was literally in there on a tuesday night randomly and lauren, <laughs> lauren hill walks in oh, shit. and fucking walks up and sings her song and it's probably 30 people there man and wow. i'm like no no that's th- th- the real one and she yeah. <laughs> it's one of those cool things so e-man did that same number on his knees so he pulled it out on my birthday i was like okay
4: you know <laughs> hey. Hey, there was one thing i really liked uh what you did is you brought your son absolutely on, onto the stage and and you just said hey this is what hard work and this is what you know yeah. these are the people that stuck with you yeah it's stuck and this is you know i really appreciate how you did that how yeah, you brought them out you. and just uh you know showed them you know because mm-hmm. a lot of times you know you, you need that that guidance and that that father figure and i and i commend you on that man one thank you man 100 man that was amazing
3: yeah i mean you know it's, it's been difficult man you know what i'm saying like um raising a, a child in the entertainment field and me traveling um, but I really wanted him to see what success looked like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like not just give it to him like and to see the people that I grew up with and be humble enough to still carry those relationships you know what I'm saying like I moved to LA I live in Miami now and I still reside in Irving I'll go play a basketball game on you know off Union Bower you know what I'm saying in the yeah. blue court well, you know what I'm I know saying? like <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> yeah. it's like no but that humbleness yeah. is like
0: oh! Oh, my God. Yeah,
3: that. <laughs> but, I, but I wanted to, like, you know what I'm saying, just just show him. And and really, man, that moment um, stuck with him because he can't stop talking about that and how he wants to make me proud and how he wants oh. to do everything, man. So, you know, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? that's the, the, You know, these are big shoes, I guess, quote, unquote, to, to, to fill. And I hate that type of pressure for him, but I think he's going to find his own lane. Mm-hmm. and And luckily, he'll have dad to... Guide right. him you know what I'm saying and and like you know muscle up if we need to muscle up you know what I'm saying like <laughs> with whoever however whatever he wants to do man I'm trying to get in the yeah. music business and he's like you know
2: it's not his thing no <laughs>
3: man you know it's was like you know come on man dad was like he's like you know in his own world you know these new kids man with like you know the YouTube world and yeah. all that you TikTok know so,
2: gaming you know.
3: yeah hey you know i let I let him be a teenager man you yeah
2: know, were yeah. you born and raised here yeah yourself?
3: absolutely I was born and raised in Irving Texas um, My mom's from Venezuela. My dad's from Argentina. Um, you know, went to Irving High School, went to Austin. I mean, I'm just I'm really a product of like the Dallas Fort Worth yeah. thing and turn it into like a global success. Thank God, you know, took many, many years. But I'm really, really from here. Like my first like big DJ thing was like at the Coco Lounge off Main Street in Deep Ellum. Twenty something years ago, like I was bringing my own speakers, my own crates. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm really like that guy. I was opening up for Rest in Peace DJ Big Baby, who passed away. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, worked with him too. At Club 2551. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I it was like an honor for me to be able to DJ. I was still in high school. I was a junior in high school DJing at 2551 for free. But I didn't give a fuck because I just wanted to fucking DJ. Yeah. 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 So I'm a you know from. For me to see, you know, how far we have came, and and to have still the same humble approach is, is more important than anything, mm-hmm. you know, for the playing skills.
2: Yeah, I have like a really close relationship with Maudi. I me, mean, Maudi, and his wife, and I know they always speak highly of you and I your brother. Maudie. Like they, like that's family. Yes, I love that. Like that's, and it's crazy because like I grew up listening, you know, to you and your brother. Thank you. Did you guys start off like DJing first, and then it kind of evolved into rapping, and then producing, or like how did that?
3: Yeah, let me break that down because I think there's like a misconception on on us, man. So but like we, we definitely go ahead.
1: So one second before we do that, we could to wait for a second. We going to pay some bills real quick. Go ahead. We. We'll Back in like a minute, you know what I'm saying? We can't be
3: late on the bills. can't be late on the bills. Just fam.
1: And and we going to go in there, all right? For you, all right? So give us one second, you know, we'll we'll be back, all right? Hi, this is Ray And Ray
2: And Amanda Ray
1: You know we represent Ray Ray's podcast uh, Always from Gym Studios But we'd like to take a moment To tell you about Davis Street Mercantile
2: Yeah they're located Right in the heart Of Bishop Arts Just outside of Downtown Dallas But they have a real Small time filled With an amazing staff
1: You can find anything From essential needs Home goods Novelties Balloon arrangements And so much more You should check out Their Instagram page At Davis Street Mercantile And see all the amazing Products and work That they do Also go visit Their website David Street Mercantile.com and once you do you can tell them Ray and Ray and Amanda Ray for Ray Ray's podcast sent you their way. And we're back, you know what I'm saying? We had to get them bills taken care of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. So you're ready to go in and tell us about, you know, how y'all got started and everything, how everything worked out. Yeah. Uh, let's take us take us on that journey. You know what I'm saying?
3: long story short for sure um uh we started djing um in high school randomly nobody in my family is a musician and and i i want this to be inspirational to people because i think sometimes people think that because whatever you're born into or raised into you have to become mm-hmm. you know and that's not the case with us nobody in my family plays a fucking instrument sings or of that sort Um, I fell in love with the idea of DJing, the control of people, the dance floor, you know. And it was my way out of um, where I grew up. And I just didn't see um, what I thought um, was in my near future. My father is an ex-professional soccer player, so I was prone to play soccer. I was actually really, really good. And I had scholarships and the whole nine. I played basketball. um, But then I stopped growing, so that wasn't going to (laughs) work. Five is not gonna get you too far <laughs> um, yeah and you know I just started grinding man you know a lot of people don't know that you know we, we back in the days when um people used to promote records they used to put these posters up on these light poles I, I'm, I know like anybody over the age of 30 will remember this but like there used to be like posters Wu-Tang album yeah. coming out Dr. Yeah. Dre on these poles and there was a technique to like stapling the poster and putting it up and I interned for a guy by the name of Carmel out here who owned a um a promotional company so i would put up the posters so i can get into the concert i remember dr dre um 2001 the chronic and um i just wanted to get backstage to possibly give somebody a cd to hear my beats yeah you know what i'm saying like that's how deep it goes into the internship i worked at all-time party time um music access now at the record shop the distribution company like i learned all the ins and outs as an intern you know without the official intern title, title right but i learned the in, the music business inside because i worked at a record shop i did the distribution i did the promotions i did the marketing then i DJ and one thing just fell um you know in into our laps man skills my brother who rarely does any interviews or even he's just a music guy you know what oh, I'm saying yeah. like um He's just so phenomenal, man, at, at playing uh, melodies and keyboards and mm-hmm. stuff like that. He just kept getting better and better and better and better. And I was like, damn, this dude is like, he's. we produce together, but he's on another fucking level when it comes <laughs> yeah. to that. And, you know, we put the beats in, in the right hands. And one thing led to another, man. And um, long story short, we caught a break like in 2003 with Lil Flip was the first album that we produced that went multi-platinum number one hip-hop album and at the time flip you know it was a legend oh yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah i can do that and the freestyles and texas hip-hop was like
2: coming up yeah, hell yeah you, come know. Come. you know what
3: i'm saying like man kappa and Stug houston and all that. yeah absolutely you know what i'm saying so i was honored to be able to work i became really close friends with him and and you know produced the album and yeah. and did the whole nine i know um you know that was our first break and then Rant, we had artists that were signed, not even officially signed. Cause it's funny how people, everybody has a record company. They're like, yeah, I got an artist that's signed. And you never fucking sign them to a contract. <laughs> wow. You just say, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. now looking back as a businessman, I'm like, I never even had these guys signed. You know what I'm saying? Um, and th- they just started falling off because life is life, right? Like yeah. rappers, I had a different approach. I wanted to live in the studio. I did live in the studio. I would mm-hmm. never leave. Mm-hmm. And the rappers weren't rapping on me and Skills beats. So one day Skills like took a jab at rapping on one of the beats, and he uh, rapped on "The World Has Too Many Freaks," which is a mm-hmm. classic of ours. Yeah, oh, man. Mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, damn, that sounds pretty damn good. And then he kind of helped me write my verse. My verse was the worst on there, by the way. <laughs> and that's okay, because it came. It became a monster hit for us. And yeah. then um, it turned into a record deal for us at Universal Records. And in 2005, Universal signed us um, as artists, one of their first Latino artists to sign. Um, and it exploded for us, man. And we did a lot of smart things. We went to a lot of high schools. My approach was like, I'm gonna get the high schools, Molina. Sunset mm-hmm. Irving Mac them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying And we started performing at the pep rallies at you know we'd pull up at the school and just put a speaker outside and and we started really you know getting that youth um those fans and and we built our shit and in Dallas man it, it just it just became a really big thing for us so and then you know i mean that's 2005 that's 15 what 15 years ago
2: yeah
3: you know if I was to go down you know the, the the whole thing, man. It's it's crazy. It's just been a blessing. It's almost like a walking dream for me. Yeah. You know, okay. still. So.
1: So like I said, we we, we want to go on a whole journey with y'all. Let's let, let's take it back to what, See what year was it? Two thousand five, two thousand six. I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? You had the cornrows. Oh, we yeah. Had the, I remember uh, that. We, had, we, had, we had the baggy With clothes. The
5: <laughs> and the <change>. so
3: Big uh, <laughs> <he> ass throwbacks.
1: <laughs> so. was, that was a song, a really hot song was called Call Me. I, w- yeah. I want you to introduce this to us first. Uh,
3: th- this is one of our classics off our um, uh, uh, first album, The Process, and The Process was exactly that. That's why it was named The Process, because we had to go. It was the process of getting to where, yeah. we, are, where we are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Chameleon Air was a walking legend in the mixtape world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Paul Wong Chameleon Air and this and that. We hadn't done Right and Dirty yet. And Call Me was actually, um, the chorus, the hook on it is actually off of Freestyle, one of his uh, mixtapes. And I thought the melody was so amazing. The song was like, "No, we gotta make a song out of this." Yeah. So I call Cam, and he's difficult as fuck to deal with. <laughs> and I'm like, "Cam, <laughs> this is this is a hit chorus. Like, come to Dallas and record, man. Oh no, you know." So he ends up recording the chorus. I'm like, "This is gonna be um, hot," and it ended up being one of our bigger bigger hits. Man, call me playing skills, millionaire. One of my favorite songs. Production wise, yeah.
0: So if you're feeling freaky and your body's in this me, you can call me, call me, call me. You call when you're feeling freaky and your body's in need me. You can call me, call me, call me. You call when you're feeling freaky and your body's in need me.
6: Her body's feeling freaky. She calls me when she needs me. She can't wait to please me. I don't need you to believe me. I'm not a man understand each other It's all about the covers We always using rubbers She loves to go down I never return the favor That's why she's so down Creeping so much you would think we neighbors She loves to keep the dick up inside her I would say a definite rider and just because I'm the player she chose It doesn't mean I'ma give her the go She's
0: calling me on my phone Telling me she's feeling freaky Her body's in need of me Y'all know players get shows So if you're feeling freaky And your body's in need of me you can call me, call me, call me, call me call when you're feeling freaky and your body's in need of me. You can call me, call me, call
6: me, call me call when you're feeling freaky when your body's in need. Uh, she wanna roll with a player like, yeah, like you She wanna roll with a player like me like, She calling me cause she in the need of a player like me That's stacking G's that'll break her back to put it back oh, Don't be mad cause girl keep calling 23's 23, 23. She calling me cause your boy is ballin' I know that she got a man with a game plan With a wedding plan But I'm not the man I hold her hands But I met your hands when your man don't understand uh, She call me up when she leave a job That's what's up when she leave a club Had too much she
0: wanna cut That's what's up She's calling me on my phone Telling me She's feeling freaky, her body's in need of me. Y'all know players get shows, so if you're feeling freaky and your body's in need me, you can I call me, call me, call me, call When you're feeling freaky and your body's in need me, you can call me, call me, call me, call When you're feeling
6: freaky and your body's in need of need, you call me, call me, you hear my phone ringing. She called her for a reason No time for any teasing This time the friends you bringing Some say it's a booty call It might be new to y'all Never trick my door Never lick them low Y'all already know what am making she chose. Cool. So I pick up around a quarter to eight chop the block and like mm-hmm. a quarter to eight hey, get your high Cause you know you can't wait I'm pretty face But I give her her space So we can do it Nice and slow oh, yeah, it nice and slow Like Usher I got a confession What's Call that? or play when you get the stress oh, She's she
0: calling me on my phone Sending me She's with freaky her, her body's in Y'all know players get so if you're feeling freaky in your body's in this me, you can call me, call me, call me, call me, are feeling freaky me, call me, call me, you You call me, call me, call me, When you're me, freaky and your body's me,
2: That took me back to high school then what them high school did you party, go to sunset hey yes 2008 God.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. damn but again all yeah. the jadas out there if you want you know the entanglement you okay. know what I'm see <laughs> call, call me
3: call me, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> call me. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite songs right there that we did. for sure yeah
2: how did you i know you had like a story behind this song
3: and <laughs> yeah um that was the one of the original beats to "Riding Dirty." One of my other songs that I produced mm-hmm. for Chameleon and Crazy Bone, it, it actually has some of the same progression musically and the same sounds. And um, we were in a rush to put out a second single on Universal, and Chameleon was hot, you know, and he yeah. had "Riding Dirty" and. I mean, it was mm. just a Texas thing at the time, you know what I'm saying? We, we're, yeah. th- we're talking 2005. We're talking about Mike Jones, Paul yeah. Wall, you know what I'm saying, like mm. that whole thing, and we were right in the middle of it. As a matter of fact, everybody outside of Texas thought we were from Houston.: Yeah, mm. I mean,
2: I did too. See
3: what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, because I, I produced little Flip, Chameleon Air, you know, blah blah blah, and then you know, and Houston actually supported me um, way more than Dallas did at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it, it sucks you know what I'm saying yeah. because you want that hometown thing but sometimes you gotta step out you know what I'm saying to come back in yeah.
1: yeah see one of my like I think originally the first one that really turned me on the playing skills was Freaks yes and to this day you can go to Spotify I have what's called the P-Dropper playlist <laughs> Freaks is on that playlist yeah, you, you, can, you, know, right. you got that right you You know what I'm saying when you with your lady you know let her know the world we got, so, we got so many freaks <laughs> cause you know Adina Howard she was she was, she was was all on that freaky stuff she bro was,
3: Come on, man! A shirt and panties? panties? Yeah. World, serious? That's that's what made me want to put her on the record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, first of all, okay. So, Freaks has a sample called "Moments in Love" from a group called Art of Art, Art of Art of Noise. Yep. So, when I I hope my son doesn't listen to this shit, man. <laughs> um, so, I, when I was in high school and I started entanglement things.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my god! Um, Art of Noise plays for. 13 minutes yeah okay so this is the this is the era when you put a cd on and you trying you you trying to do your thing Mm -hmm. with the girl whatever but this didn't skip for 13 minutes the Mm -hmm. art of noise so seven minutes and like 30 seconds into the song the actual sample breaks by itself and i thought to myself i said man um i was able to do my thing with women on this song for thir-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and i said I, got to, moment. <laughs> I gotta be able to make a song off of this you know what i'm saying so we took the sample and we wrote the song around this and then we were like man it would be amazing if we could get adina howard on this record and we reached out and she came actually she came to dallas came to irving and and oh, and, wow. uh, and recorded this record and um yeah, it just, it just.
2: It was a hit, man. Yeah. It's a huge song. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah. It's,
3: it's just, it, it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like to this day, like, our our social media is so weird, man, because some people are like, they don't even know that Freaks and Con Calma, our new joint, uh, you know, our song, our big hit with Yankee, are like mm-hmm. the same people. You feel me like it's yeah. so disconnected in yeah, a crazy yeah. way. So some people are like, what happened to playing skills? I'm like, man, I just did two billion views on Gorgavo. What do you mean? What do you mean what happened to me? You know what I'm saying? But because sonically, it's, it's, it's you know, in that time and, and freaks lives like in its own little yeah. world. You know what I'm saying? I still have my first press vinyl white label freaks. It means so much to me because it was so it was done so backwards in the music business. Right. Check this out. It wasn't mixed it wasn't mastered it was five tracks the sample kick snare 808 hi-hat you know what i'm saying six i'm sorry and the guitar and i literally pressed play on my npc and we act like we were doing the verses and we ran it into pro tools boom and then we cut the record and it sounds so bad muddy nobody even knew this you know i'm saying music people do yeah yeah and it ended up being a hit. So what I tell people all the time is like, listen, they're going to tell you that you need to do it like this, that, blah, blah, blah. No, bro. If it feels right in your soul, mm-hmm. you know, and it did, to us, see you know what I'm saying? And it became a big hit for us.
1: Yeah. So let's go back to, oh, I'm sorry. So let's go back to, you said about Adina Howard because I remember at that time she wasn't doing music I know she had like some issues with her label at that time or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. she was just like laying low yeah. so it did take like convincing like, yeah. Go, yeah
3: yeah absolutely I had to send her the song then I got on the phone with her and I was like listen I'm a big fan of uh, and you could be a free da 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 I was like hey t-shirt and my panties on that is my <laughs>
7: t-shirt in my
1: panties, panties yeah. on
3: that's oh, oh, oh. see talk about a song that drops and things yeah. that's yeah. you know mm-hmm. That I like flipped his version of it, you know, Trojans and boxers. Oh man, that was so hard, bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we, we got on the phone with her, and you know, it was it was a it was a humbling experience at the same time because she demanded so many things to record this record. She was like, "Okay, two first class flights. I want a limo. Two from the studio at the studio. I want incense. I want." grapes i want oh wow oh man the writer was and, yeah it's a writ Did they it? yeah, yeah. you know and i was like all right cool <laughs> and she showed up with that big ass big old booty and and <laughs> i was like yo this is a, Dina howard is in my studio right now bro let's cut this and if you listen to freaks at the very end she says t-shirt in my panty i got my, t-shirt i my. a she says a line at the end because when we got done i was lit as fuck and i bought you know i i, I hit the top talk back button i was like you you got you got to sick t-shirt in my panties you know what i'm saying like you gotta <laughs> reference that somehow in your ad lib she was like oh okay cool you know super cool you know it, it was an honor you know what i'm saying it was huge it was the first time that she had featured on a record in many many years mm-hmm. and you know she's a legend within herself so yeah. crazy bone and adina howard of my first single i was yeah, like bruh
1: yeah
3: i'm winning because i remember uh,
1: they said the record label didn't even like they said T-shirt and panties got big on his own. Mm-hmm. It was like the label didn't even push it. It just someone heard it on like it was like a soundtrack for a movie. Yeah, I think it was Woo or something like that or whatever.
3: I don't believe. I don't know exactly.
1: I don't yes. remember what it was. Something like that. And they said he just took it took a life of his own. Nobody pushed that song. It just
5: just it got big. Up, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean that
3: song to this day can you know do some damage. <laughs> I'm saying that's on plays playlist. Yeah. <laughs> so let,
1: let's do that. All right. So we're gonna we'll switch to a segment. It's called. <laughs>
5: I
3: just to Shout out to Bobby V man. That's uh, yeah.
1: Slow down We just want to get to know you This is where we ask you A bunch of random questions Off the top of the dome and You know what I'm saying We just kind of do what we do So you're just talking about You know plays, playlist. All right Let's take it back, all right? You said, you know what I'm saying, you had put on the Art of Noise, you know what I'm saying, that was your jam, all right? Right. So before you had any playing skills joints, all right, say for instance you wanted to make a playlist for you and your gal, you know what I'm saying, you wanted to download your CD off of Lime because I, you know, burn yourself. What would be your playlist with your ladies? 2003,
3: what would be your playlist? Genuine. Oh, yeah. Genuine, 100%, that album was um, 112. And it's so crazy because I end up becoming a really good friend. Slim is one of my best friends in real life uh, from the group 112. So um, 112, uh, Genuine, um, H-Town, um, man, all that just classic R&B stuff, mm-hmm. man. 90, you know what I'm saying? 90s. Just Yeah, just 90s, early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s made you feel a certain way, man. Oh, we can't capture that in music. You know no. what I'm saying now? You know no. what I'm saying? It's like the energy is not.
5: The same, yeah.
3: But genuine, man. Genuine was my motherfucking go-to shit. <laughs> the Bachelor was like, it's over. And I ain't talking about Pony. I'm talking about the other joints. Yeah, exactly. Like so like, anxious so and oh, yeah. It's over. That sh- snare comes on, pow. It's over. <laughs> she, she's coming in the door for sure.
1: So I was telling people on one of our previous episodes. I was like, man, if you really look back and think about it, genuine was being a buckaroo in that song. It's like nine o'clock. Where you at? Yeah. <laughs> it's like nine o'clock. He said he's home alone. <laughs> he's paging you.
3: Yeah. I mean, like, he
2: pulled it off back then. He did. They now was like, Nowadays, you, he would be a bugging mood. Best
3: They're different. like, bro, why are you bugging? He's like, <laughs> you know what's crazy is, um, uh, rest in peace. My my friend Static Major is the guy. Yeah, who actually man. Rest he, he wrote all of this stuff, man. Yeah. And I I always um want to make sure that I always shout him out and and talk man, about him sad. when I get a chance. Man, he was. Yeah. It was it he was so unfortunate much. death. Yeah. A, B. He was so amazingly talented, and I had the opportunity to become really good friends and work with him. He was like a mentor to me. Um, 2005, he wanted to executive produce the process playing skills album. He thought it was really cool that we were a group, and you know. So he is originally from Louisville, Kentucky, and I drove from Dallas to Kentucky to go work with him. This is the only R&B or actual singer that would go in the booth and write a song without writing any lyrics down top to bottom Mm. and amazing and that's how he did Genuine Aaliyah and the list goes on of this amazing man so you know shout out to to Static Major rest in peace man and if you don't know about him please look him up google him because he he is he is a a gift to music because
1: he was in a group too what was was his name player yeah
3: yeah. cheers to you is like a classic yeah yeah pop smoke who has the hottest album in the streets right now he just sampled rest uh, in peace pop smoke too yeah man I mean you know it's, it's that's that's crazy because like that's why I don't wish for so much success man because it's like success seems to breed death man yeah. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying it's like mm-hmm. in a crazy way like that's why I, off the record when we were talking about you know the radio stations all that I was like I'm cool man like I'm in a space like you know I made my my stake in the music business but I'm cool with not having anything else yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like let it live where it is I'm scared of that ultimate ultimate success yeah yeah. so
2: like so far in your career what would you say has been like the most significant moment
3: um
2: i mean i think
3: riding dirty yeah
2: grammy like that's a big deal
3: yeah because you know i was i was what 25 years old um with the number one billboard hot 100 song in the world a rap song Mm -hmm. at a time when hip-hop was not gracing you know the charts right. like that yeah, yeah, yeah. especially Texas hip hop yeah, yeah. you know what, what I'm saying a big
2: fucking deal
3: huge huge you, we were the first um, group to sell 5 million singles on that song um, it was just massive I remember actually one of the first time I, w- I went to LA and I was walking on Sunset Boulevard and there was a magazine store that's right in front of a famous hotel and I bought the Billboard magazine I'm like scrolling through and I go to the chart Billboard Hot 100 I'm like oh fuck I'm number one It said Juan Salinas, Oscar Salinas, Hakeem Sariki, and I forget Crazy Bone's name. (laughs) Hakeem is a a chameleonair. And, you know, my real name was, like, number one at this magazine. Yeah. But I didn't know the business enough for me to really um, be able to take advantage of such a position that I was in. You know what I'm saying? I was, like, more happy about, like, the number one than actually saying, okay, now it's time to turn it on. Right. You know, which is completely different from 15 years later when we did Con with Daddy Yankee reggaeton latin record that went number one around the world now i knew how to handle this situation mm-hmm. but riding dirty definitely changed everything for us okay so
1: you had riding dirty okay you had freaks you had call me okay then there was a major a real major major song came after that had was it the number one number one rapper at in the world at that time yeah wheezy or, uh what he say? He need to win Dixie bag right now. Get on the floor. <laughs> uh, yes. Got money. So talk about that. How did it all come into play? Because that was the Carter three. What it did a million in the first week. One point one. Yes. One point one million sales in, mm-hmm. in the first week, and obviously one of the top songs on was a song y'all produced, which yeah. was Got Money, Carter.
3: Uh, you know, with a uh, you know with
1: uh, T Pain. T Pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so how how did it, all that come
3: come about? Um, that's a very interesting. Uh, uh, situation uh got money was that was brought to me by my God, you know what I'm saying by my lord above that's it that's all I can say because the beat the original beat was made in New York on we were working with Nina Sky, who was uh, mm, uh, a yeah, sis- yeah, sister group yeah. in New York, and skills in a, another room working on a beat, and I was in the other room cutting the vocals with Nina Nina sky and skills came into the room and he was He's like man. The assistant engineer just unplugged all the electricity in the room. I lost three beats. Oh, man. I said, fuck. I said, well, so I got mad at the assistant engineer. We packed up and we left. And the next morning, skills was like, I remember the melody on it. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. And he said, I want to go back to the studio and make this beat. So we rent another studio out, Swiss Beat Studio. And he goes and makes the original Got Money beat. Dun, dun, dun. Skills, um, that night, recorded a hook that was called c- Count the Money, not Got Money. Mm-hmm. So, Skills sang the original demo of Got Money,
5: mm-hmm.
3: right? And at the time, Pitbull um, was not Mr. Fucking Global. 1305. Mm-hmm. He yeah. Was, yeah. He was still a little jarred. Yeah, 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 you know, he, he had just put on the big suit. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. even a tight suit. It was a big suit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it
3: wasn't fitted yet. Yeah, he was not Armando Perez yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was like... You know, um, so I was really close to Pitt early on in my career. We toured together. We were Latinos that were trying from the South mm. that were, like, in hip-hop. And we felt like we didn't belong, but we but we kind yeah. Yeah. of fit. Luke co-signed Pitt, uh, Lil Jon co-signed Pitt. And in Texas, all the rappers co-signed playing skills. So it was like we were, you know, and we became really good friends. Anyhow, I went to Miami. I played Pitt, Count the Money, which... Pitt went crazy. I was at his house. He was jumping on the couch. He's like, "This is it. I'm gonna put T Pain on it." T Pain had, um, I'm gonna buy you a drink. Mm-hmm. T Pain just started oh, fucking. Yeah. He was on fire. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In love with a yeah. stripper.
2: All those. Right, yeah. right.
3: And pain and Pitt was like, Payne is my man." They're from Florida. Yeah, yeah. you know. So T Pain ends up getting the Count My Money beat and song, and changes it to Got Money. You know, um, and sings it for Pitt first. So it was Pitbull featuring T Pain, number one. Um, Pitt's label says, uh, "I'm not gonna clear the record." So um, Pit's like, "Yo, like I can't use this song. You could take my rap verses off." Literally, Plies. This is Plies. Uh,
1: Plies,
3: homie. <laughs> what song did he have at the time? That was like hot. She my busted baby. Now nah, it was before that. It was uh, I'm so hood with a. Nah, it, was, uh, it was. like an R and B type of song.
2: Please excuse my hands.
3: No, no that was afterwards. That Who was, was that? afterwards. Who Somebody got that. Anyways, Plies, uh, uh,
1: uh, she, my pussy, babe. Hold on. It?
2: What, what is it? That? Oh, that's, that's
1: with my manner. right? My mind. Hold on. Um, <laughs> fuck. I can't give it right now.
3: Anyhow, <laughs> yeah. Plies had a big hit song. One of his big first commercial songs out and Plies recorded the record. Fat Joe recorded the record. Um, some
2: hypnotized. Th-
3: hypnotized. Hypnotized. Okay. okay. All right. Some thug recorded the record. Uh, Tum Tum, who was signed from Dallas, was signed to me. He recorded the record, so there were like five rappers who recorded the hook of "Got Money" because I had T Pain's hooks, but had open rap verses. Yeah, nobody rushed to put it out. Yeah, and I get a phone call May of two thousand eight, and it's T Pain's manager. He's like, "Yo, this is forgot what his name is," and he says, "You guys produced um, this T Pain." record we have a major artist that wants to put it out i said great i said well who the fuck is it
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean t- <laughs> he's
3: like we can't disclose who it is but i said well then you can't have the song because i need to know who it is and he was like okay you know i just need to sign a a form nda said, yeah probably yeah i yeah. said no non-disclosure i said cool send that shit over boom signed it he calls me back he's like look wayne wants to put this on card three mind you wayne is you too. He's yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. the biggest, the, yeah, absolutely the biggest thing in the world. I'm praying that I get this phone call. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Are you feel me? Manifestation. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm hoping that I would end up on this. Every producer, Swiss Beats, Timberland, uh uh, 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 whoever. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be on this album. And we get the phone call that that um, Wayne ended up doing verses to the T-Pain chorus that we had lost the beat on. Oh wow! Six months ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And, um, yeah, I, I get an email one day, and, and it's Wayne's vocals and, and the beat. And I'm a, I am I, I was living with skills at the time. I walked over to his bedroom I knocking on the door. I'm like,
6: yo, get up. Get the fuck up. Like, yo.
3: <laughs> so, got money happened, man. And, you know, it ended up being a Grammy award-winning song, Grammy-nominated, you know, number one album, one of the biggest-selling hip-hop albums, arguably um, a hip-hop classic. Carter yeah. Three. Oh, Hall of Fame worthy. Like, like For sure. When you go back. I'm I, being modest right now. <laughs> yeah, you being modest. <laughs> ain't kicked in. And
1: wait, <laughs> just wait. Um, but like, if you have like a time capsule, like around that time, I like to call that, the, that's the iTunes and the iPod era of music. Yep. That's when you had like, you know, you had Got Money that came out. Well, you had Usher, Lollipop. Lollipop. Wayne. You had, uh, with oh Usher loving his songs club. Yeah, yeah. You know, you young Jeezy, and you had a lot of, like, the rap was really, like, really the main focal point of music. Yep. It was just, Wayne had you know, evolved from that mixtape wing. Yeah. Then it's just a Carter like a rock star. Just a rock star. Like I remember the first Carter in two thousand four. I'm like, oh shit, that's yeah that's little Wayne like
3: I know, I know. And
1: it's just like he just evolved and evolved and it's just
3: Yeah, it's on man. And and again, another inspirational story to, to artists out there, man. Like, even though we produced this massive song and we were a part of this, um, we really weren't invited to the video. You know, like like nobody co- well nobody called us and mm. you know the way these artists operate they're
5: yeah. in their
3: own world so nobody was thinking about the producer like doing it so we drove down we actually drove to Miami and showed up at the video straight up and, and little twist who's from Dallas yeah, I was about and to say that yeah yeah twist you know was like Wayne's buddy buddy mm. uh, and and I had met Wayne when he was going to the University of Houston in 2005. And he was like in the middle of like, Transition. about to explode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we went to Wayne's trailer and he's like, bro, y'all here, y'all not getting in the video? I was like, yeah, that's kind of why we're here. <laughs> so if you go back and you look, if you go back and you look at the Got Money video, we got two or three Little cameos. Cameo. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but my point is like to the to the, inspiring artist right. producer out there like no even though we had we produced the record my name's on the record the record's a hit i still went in my pockets drove to miami 18 hours 19 hours and forced myself into the video yeah. with no like i was just like I, the humble i was like yeah. no you know what mean, that like, grind you know what i'm saying like the big dick initiative motherfuckers <laughs> that's that's called that's cool you know i'm saying like no but you know what? i still had that same energy you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. like i don't i was telling somebody the other day I will call an artist when I want them on a record a thousand times. They, they're they going to have to block me. Katy Perry should have blocked me from how much I approach her about the Concalma remix. Because I didn't give a fuck. She's like, I'm filming um, America's Got Talent. I'm doing a movie. That I- Okay, cool. You got three hours on this day. You got three hours on this day. I'm coming to L.A. I'm in L.A. Where are you at? Like,
2: Yeah.
3: That I mean, aggression, yeah, you, know, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying, is like that's that 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 crooked eye man that's yeah. it you
2: gotta be that hungry and make shit happen
3: yeah but you know what some people you know they're like i i call Drag them I, yeah i called them two times they didn't call me back cool call them 12 times yeah. yeah shit fuck it you know what i'm saying like go after what you want yeah so this is what we're gonna do
1: is we, we're gonna play this got money for you you know for a little bit because i didn't know the drink we need to pull up again. drink break mm-hmm. drink break so while we drinking Here is Got Money, produced by Dallas, I'm sorry, Cricket Eyes, very own Play and Skills.
7: Try to run it out And we so bad about it Now what are you about? DJ show me say my name when the music stops Young money little wind in the music trap I make it snow, I make it flurry, I make it out back tomorrow don't worry yeah.
1: timeless bro this timeless classic like this will be in a vault if you want to put some of the top songs ever made uh, by rap artists that's definitely going in that capsule wow, a yeah. and, and y'all name is attached to that
3: and yeah I made sure that my tag nice. was at the beginning if you listen to this on play, play. playing skills yeah. that's all I said I want i want too much money for it but make sure that my name is on this goddamn thing like i'm saying like we were one of the first producer groups now you you hear every fucking producer put their name at the beginning of a a record Mm -hmm. we were the one of the first guys to install it into our producer agreement after you make a song you produce it then there's what's called the producer agreement where the lawyers have to say the producer gets x amount points this and that we put you have to put our tag at the beginning of the song Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because for me it was a marketing thing. Yeah, yep. for sure. You know, right. so.
1: Producers, y'all are welcome for that. Y'all can thank these guys for that. For you put your names in a song. Thank yeah. these guys over here for
3: that. Possibly but <laughs> one of the first. But give yeah. a round of applause for hey, that. <laughs> get
1: your money, man. Get your money, man. Yes. Like I, the song Got Money, he got money off of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it took a minute, but you know. Are but,
2: there any other like ideal collaborations you know, you guys are um hoping to have someday?
3: Uh, you know what? Um, my my bucket list has really been checked off in in many sorts. I mean, I w- I hope Jay Z comes back one day. He's my favorite rapper. Mm. Mm. But I worked with Pimp C. I worked with Bum B. I worked Sweet with A bond and M J G. I'm from the south. Mm. Yeah, I grew up with that. You know what I'm saying? So like that sort of it. But you know, um bruno mars is really dope mm-hmm. you know i want to work with more music yeah. like i'm at we're actually working on this jazz album that we're we're actually producing so oh, you know wow. genre wise like i'm i want to step into all these different genres mm-hmm. and win at, a, at, at different ones so we'll see you know
2: yeah i mean speaking of genres like when did you guys make that transition to edm music because a lot of it was like initially like hip-hop and
3: yeah 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 um you know what? From 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 day one, I I have always loved house music. Um, yeah. When I first DJed, that was my thing. I played a lot of hard house, Chicago house, uh, Mark V and Poogie Bear, uh, uh, DJ Irene um um bad boy bill richard humpty vision Th- that was my shit when i played it so i've always been a fan of like mm-hmm. techno house or whatever the case may be <laughs> so when the edm thing exploded yeah i wasn't so far removed that i didn't understand it because i always still dj'd it you know yeah. and yeah. crazy enough david guetta who's a global icon dj yeah. um reaches out to me one day and he's like he's a french guy he's like hey. You know, I want you to come in and write <laughs> mm-hmm. on one of my records, but I want the urban vibe. You know, I mean? <laughs> because a lot of people don't know this. We wrote "Riding Dirty," we wrote "Yeah Got Money." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying we wrote as songwriters. you know what I'm saying not just producers. Like you we wrote, were, yeah. um but I had never played just a songwriter role. And David Guetta was like, "I'm also a producer, but I want you to write the song for me." So um, we flew to LA and um we wrote where them girls at which was uh a massive massive song with in my introduction into the edm world and Nicki minaj's first record she ever sang on edm wise wow wow. yeah yeah Yeah. so um you know that's just a moment you know Flo rider got on it and the nikki got on it and it became this massive thing and i remember Geta asking me like what do you think about Nicki Minaj and I only knew Nicki Minaj from like spitting Bars New York City yeah. Wayne you know what I'm saying I was like I, don't, I hadn't heard Super Bass yet you know what I'm saying <laughs> <And> like <laughs> I wasn't you know um, and I said okay cool no problem and funny enough I got, I'm got i gonna give y'all a gem on, on the story man like <laughs> this this is like deep um, 42's kicking it um, <laughs> <laughs> I was in LA at, at Concord Studios working with Ghetto, and it was uh, quite different because I was used to having studio sessions with 50 rappers and weed and motherfucking drink and sh- just shit, you know. Uh-huh. And yeah. so I walk into the session with Geta and he has these Prada shoes that I was looking at. And I was like, those are very expensive. And he had taken them off and put them to the side. They were like these glitter. But I had just like looked on the thing to like try to buy them. And I was like, nah. <laughs> and he had them to the side. And he was by himself in the studio and he was in his socks by himself in the studio and i thought that was so dope because i was like wow i don't have to deal with like 50 crazy people mm-hmm. so i walk into the studio and he's like tell me what you think about this and he plays it and he plays Nicki minaj singing her part and doing her verse and i was like that's Nicki!" like wow he said yeah she's here you know she's gonna come over and finish the record i said okay cool david doesn't drink obviously i drink <laughs> <laughs> i continue drinking and about A couple hours into the session, there's a bang at the door. Boom. So I go to the door, and it's this pretty young black lady at the door. And she's like, "Um, are you guys still in session? I was like, no, it's a closed session. I shut the door. I come back in. And Geta, about 20 minutes, walks to me. He's like, man, Nikki said that she was trying to come to the studio.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: And I was like, (laughs) oh, I told Nikki not to come in. I didn't recognize Nikki Minaj oh so he texted her to come back and she was like you're a fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny thing because i i just i just didn't you know she had the bangs and yeah things, you I'm know, say so i just didn't notice but anyways um that edian thing took me from you know david guetta Nicki minaj flow rider and it introduced me to lmfao yeah um and, and i became oh, yeah yeah i became really good friends with red Fu and uh he took me on tour and um, I produced new uh, me and my team produced new thing mm. he took me to Australia to Dubai to all these crazy places you know what I'm saying where LMFA was like and he introduced me to the world yeah mm-hmm. yeah. you feel me again I'm from Irving Texas I went to yeah. Irving High School Austin <laughs> Junior High if you were to tell me that I was going to be in Dubai DJing and making music nah it wasn't going to get that far um, yeah so the EDM thing you know started happening and um What Red Food from LM, LMFAO really did for me was introduce me to like that around the globe, there's mm-hmm. so many different people, so mm-hmm. many different sounds, so many just it's not just about screw and chop play. Yeah, yeah,'m yeah. you know saying it's not about 80, 808, like yeah. it's, it's bigger. And that's when I really got inspired to go into our next phase, which took us into the whole Latin thing.
1: And so, and before we get to that, you know, let's let's play this EDM
3: banker. Yeah. introduce this for us, Big Dog. Uh, this is a uh, Where Them Girls At, uh, David Guetta, Flow Rider, Nicki Minaj.
6: If I want to see that girl, it's all women invited Hair dudes and nails, that Louis Chanel all up in the party President's in my wallet, no rules about it Little whistle for the hotties, I got it Shorty, it's never too much, Keep me doing too much Sitting to one of me, I got him handle that love i Bottles in my reach, we can all get buzzed Holler cause I'm cheating, whatever, it's no rush So many boys in here,
5: where do I begin? I see this one, I'm about to go in.
7: Two years ago, I renewed my license. Anyway, why'd I start my verse like that? Because i 'cause a nigga, you you 'cause I'm gonna all that. No, no, I don't endorse that. Pause that, uh, 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 abort that. Just see the other day, I go to London. that kids in that street, paparazzi, <laughs> all that. Hey, hey, what can I say? Day to day, day to day, 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 day. Coming through the club, all the girls in the back of me. This ain't football. <laughs> Why the fuck they trying to tackle me? <laughs> really. <laughs>
1: In, you know, where them girls at, you know what I'm saying? You know, well, entang- well, yeah. if, if they need that entanglement, I'm still I'm like, oh. you are
3: available. <laughs> You're <laughs> available. You know what
1: I'm saying? Where y'all at man? That was such that was such a major record. Like I didn't even know you guys wrote that, man. Like, yeah it's just
3: yeah, a lot of you know, Was well, us in the credits, you know, and it's in the bank account. So <laughs> like, hey, that's all that, counts, <laughs> that's huh? that matters. That's all that
1: matters. At the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. I'm counting money. So now okay, you got the rapper credit, you know, as a rapper. Getting the producer credit. Yeah. Now you just got the writing credit to that, man. Let's, man, what, you got all three stages. Yeah. You got, you got money on it. And another thing, you know, I want to talk to you about, I know you've had some artists yes. underneath you. Absolutely. Um, we can talk about it. Um, we've had a couple of them on the show. Yeah. Um, Tiny B. Okay. We had her on the show. We've had Louis the singer. Yeah. A couple of times. And man, what the journey he's done, done been on. And yeah. Done yeah, done yeah. Stuff together. So he said he was always known for his impersonation of you you ever hey, hear
3: his impersonation does he have a good one he said he had a good one He's it was pretty good it was pretty good yeah he's probably right you know, I, you know what man Lil Louie man I, I got so much love for him man you know what I'm saying as like just a, a young individual you know what that he, he is the definition of just like being caught up in the wrong situations you know what I'm saying like, and I always told him and he knows this you know what I'm saying I know he'll listen to this yeah. for sure and I was the one guy telling him bro you know what I'm saying? Like that's not it, and and because I saw so much potential in him as a dancer, as a singer, as a human man. There was another side. You know, I was friends with Louis. Toured with me. Louis, yeah, Louis yep. went on the road with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying this, this is my friend too. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 stayed in the same hotel rooms. You know what I'm saying I know his relationship with his children. With I know how much I met his father before his father passed away. We all played basketball together. You know what I'm saying? In my place, in my, in my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So and. Very nice man, but I, you know, so his journey, his father passed away, you know this that. But before that, Louis made some very poor decisions, and he knows that. He knows that, and it's not. If he was to call me and pick up the phone and be like, "Play, how should I do this? This play on this music shit," I would give him advice at no cost. Yeah. As far as me being in the in in business, like we're way, I'm way past that, and he knows that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I walked him into Atlantic Records, Universal Records, like every record label. Like, he'll tell you he screwed that up. Yeah, he knows yeah, it. Yeah. And I appreciate him taking accountability and self responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like I respect that so much about him. You know what I'm saying and if he if he handles that with his imprisonment and everything else the same way then he's going to be fine in life. Yeah. He is a very talented individual. Very much. So, yeah. You know, his his greatest moments are ahead of him. And, you know, I I I. Uh, I appreciated our, our friendship, man. I still do. You know what I'm saying? I want the best for him. So,
1: so uh, you know, you know, from Louie and all those people you had. Now, like I said, at your party, you brought a young man out yes. on the stage. This kid was like, was he 18 years old? If Yeah, that? just turned 18. Just turned 18 years old. Yeah. When I say he was playing stuff all the way from Frank Sinatra. Yes.
2: Mm, I remember. You to Belleville of
1: DeVoe Poison. Like he yeah. was just, and like I follow, I'm, like, I'm following this guy on Instagram right now. And I follow all of this kid is just
3: He's amazing. He's Raul Antonio is his name. We're we're still debating the stage name, but Raul Antonio is his name. He is from Oak Cliff, Mexican American musician, plays guitar, produces, writes, sings English, Spanish. He is just one of a kind. And you know what? Let me just let me set the 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 record straight when it comes to my artists and people that I work with beforehand because. You know, a lot of people got so many opinions and they think so many things about me and, 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 and Louie and me and, and uh, Mikey McFly or whoever in the case may be. Yeah, Look, yeah. man, I'm not the best guy at being a record label. I learned that with G4 Records. G4 Records doesn't even exist anymore. No. Because being a record label also uh, requires you to be a father figure to some people. You got to walk these people through um, emotions and how to make records and how to do this. And... I was too busy being a father to my real kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, and I didn't notice, you know what I'm saying? And I should've just, but as far as talent, they were extremely talented. And I'll take that L because I have 10 wins in other phases of the music business, yeah. but yeah. me as a record label and with artists, it didn't work. Then Raul comes along and I'm like, I can't I just can't deny this young man. Yeah. I can't deny this young man. I mean you can't sit there and play me guitar and sing Frank Sinatra yeah. and then turn around and sing Maluma in yeah. the same fucking <laughs> sentence and me not be emotionally attached yeah. to this yeah. thing, man. So I'm really, really excited about about him. Um but he's more than just um just an artist. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a songwriter, he's a producer, um, he's a singer. Um, and I think he's gonna be a gigant, gigantic star, man.
1: Oh yeah, I was like, I was, I was standing next to. I want to say it was Ken Hamlin.
3: Yeah, a Ken, you know. Yeah, oh, shout one.
1: out to him on the new cigar line, by the yes. way, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah. my bro. Um, we, I was, we was like, bro, this, this kid is how old is he? Because it was like it was me, Ken. 18. Yeah, I, I know. I'm
2: <laughs> I know, like I'm, I know what you're saying, like, it's like <laughs> <18.
1: Yeah. laughs> because
2: of like his, you know. I'm trying to paint the picture here. Yeah. She's just she's yeah. So, anyways. I really thought you forgot, but
3: no. Nah. Normally I would, so I guess I'm gonna give you some credit yeah. for that. You, you ain't got enough vodka over there. You got You got to pour up a little more, bro. So yeah, it was like we didn't Kim,
1: and then I turn around, I see Slim. I was like, bro, 18 or whatever. Yeah. I think Slim made a comment like, "Yo, you beat him to him or something like that." He, yes. Some comment like that, was just i was just hot, really impressed
3: i was like you 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 know what else man is like during that week of rehearsals leading up to it mind you you know what i'm saying it's it's i'm not gonna put my age out there but it was a very special number yeah, for my birthday yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, so i was like i called slim and i was like i gotta have 112 at my birthday because i grew up like that was one of my things i was <laughs> like I haven't ever been married, but if I was to get married, I would have wanted one twelve to sing yeah. in my marriage. Yeah, you know that, what saying yeah. like, so do it for my birthday. So one twelve, okay, cool. Slim, Slim is is one twelve. Let's just be real, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying let's keep it working. But so I was like, this young man came into uh, fruition with us, and I was like, okay, or I want you to take us through a musical journey. I want you to play my favorite songs of all time: Frank Sinatra, Bob Marley uh Santana, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Poison, mm. um, and then lead up to Cupid, and then we're gonna bring Slim on stage, mm. and he's gonna sing 112. That's a serious challenge for an artist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a serious fucking challenge. And he plays guitar. He has to sing it. You know, and the party was on Friday. On Wednesday, we called we called the show off because I was like, the band. We had a five piece band at the time. I was like. It's not working. I was like, I'd rather just fucking play karaoke and fucking get drunk. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like this going bad. Yeah, yeah. And the young man called me and said, No, no I got this. Give me one more shot at this. Okay, cool. Thursday. Let's come into rehearsals. And he fucking nailed it. And I was like, He's 18, bro. He's in the studio till two in the morning with me. He's going to high school. He's going back to high school <laughs> tomorrow. He has school. I said, I'm all the way in, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got that? I'm all the way in, man. So yeah. he killed it, man. Shout shout out to Ro. I'm. I'm I gotta
2: hear this kid. Trust me. Yeah, what yeah, high yeah. school does he go to?
3: He goes to a magnet. God, what is the name of the magnet?
2: Townview. Town Skyline.
3: Yes, he goes to Townview, and um, th- he's graduating. He graduated. He's going to the university. I think of Miami. Mm-hmm. He's moving to Miami to go where we're at. To yeah. go, pursue. so he
2: signed under you guys. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah He's yeah. like, I, gotta I had to get the paper. Had to get that old paper. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, I got to get him all officially young. signed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Louis was young too. When I met yeah. Louis, he was 19, 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? But when you from where Louis is from? Diamond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Diamond I mean, Hill. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, unfortunately, like your. Background and your culture and things. I mean,
2: Oak Cliff ain't that great either. I'm born and raised in Oak Cliff. No,
3: okay. (laughs) Hey, and I'm not even trying to compare, but I'm 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 saying Louis had a lot of ups and downs as a young man. And Mm -hmm. you know what? Like I learned from that situation to be able to, uh, you know,
2: still in this new
3: in this new situation, and and like and not make it so personal. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he's like 18, you know, I mean, he literally could be my son. You know what I'm saying? So I treat him in a different way. If we're last night, we had a session and we had six seven bottles in the studio i got to the studio about 11 30 um my role manager was there beforehand. And i said "Roll was recording i said send him home at 11 o'clock because this is about to get stupid yeah because yeah. i'm arriving at 11 30 he doesn't need to be a part of this yeah right? Right. with louie Louis would have been a part of it yeah, yeah. you know what i I'm mean saying? you were
2: younger younger too at the time so it's like yeah yeah a little bit
3: yeah but you know what i um I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, skills is always like in my ear in a different way, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, age has nothing to do with anything, man. At the end of the day, and you know what? Look, this this is what I tell everybody at the end of the day: the fans and the in the general public pick if they like you. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much fucking promotion you do, how much how dope you think you are. Either they like you or they don't. Mm -hmm. That's it. And once you figure out that people don't really like me singing. You might want to change into another phase of right. what's going on yeah. instead of trying to force it down somebody's fucking throat. No, and then yeah. your years pass by. And before you know it, you're 35, 36, 37 years old, trying to pursue a career that you've been pursuing for 12 years and you haven't really made any steps. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So instead of me giving the advice like never quit. No. At some if,
2: point, you know, yeah. <laughs> if
3: you know you need to quit. Listen, I wanted to go to Duke University. <laughs> I wasn't going to Duke. At 18, I could barely touch a rim. I'm not going to Duke University. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So switch gears, play, and you know, and life did what it did. But could you imagine if I would have continued to try to like, be a basketball player because I love basketball so much? Yeah. I wanted to play for Coach K. I wanted to no. like... N- no. You know what I'm saying? I would have been that guy. You know what I'm saying? Instead, I shifted. And I think a lot of people make a mistake of trying to like beat their dreams down Mm -hmm. yeah you know what I'm saying like no man you know what I'm saying like so people ask me for advice all the time I'm like bro listen people think it's faith over fate I think the other way I think it's fate over faith you can have all the faith in the world go to church every Sunday (laughs) pray on it Mm -hmm. that's not gonna change what it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. that's just what it is you know what I'm saying so you you know all that you know it is what it is man the Mm -hmm. music business is like it's almost impossible for you to be successful yeah it's like what's well, meant to be is meant to be you know what I'm saying for sure yeah. you know what I'm saying and like yeah you know what I'm saying so I mean I think that sometimes people think well you know I'm gonna put prayer and faith yeah
2: they try uh, to force something yeah, and it's yeah.
3: like and then you're wasting time in your real life yeah, yeah. no. we only got so many years anyways
1: so you let's know. let's run it back for a second because I remember like I said when y'all introduced you know all the artists I remember Shelby Shaw mm-hmm. Louis the singer I remember when y'all did the big introduction for them yeah Right around the time I would say it's like 2011 2012. Right, yeah, I started doing something called Rio Room Sundays. Yeah, double R, double R Sundays, and I, I got so many stories. Legendary, legendary Sunday yes. nights. I mean, we would be going in there like way after 2 a.m. We'd be like 3, 4, five, Yes, that's in the my morning party. still going on. Like, and y'all were the uh, that was just that was y'all's night. You know, yeah, that was our party. That yeah. was that was y'all's party every night. I mean. I remember one night, you know what I'm saying? You had, I think it was like Bebe's birthday mm-hmm. or DeRoe's birthday or something like that. Just all these different
3: people were just. Baby DeRoe. DeRoe, everybody was just. Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. I mean, it was just crazy, man. It was like a crazy, crazy, crazy party. And I did something different because I moved the DJ booth to the dance floor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I literally set it up on the dance floor. So yeah. I was like DJing with the people yeah. around. Rio Room is like, aesthetically, is like a beautiful place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Place. Um, Really, really dope, man. You know what I'm saying, like, one of my favorite parties that I, that we did um, as DJs and, and just legendary, man. We did the big Cowboys party every Thanksgiving. Yep. You know what I'm saying, me, me and Tony Roma got fucked up a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's
1: talk about it. Sure, I remember this one night, I think it was like right when Trinidad James, all gold, everything came out. And I um, remember. You drop that song in the club and everybody just like lost it. was thing. Over.
3: Go over. with all the yeah. What's Yeah. Uh, what's the guy that played with the Rangers? Napoli. Nap. Yes. Oh, I'm going to say, yeah. Bro, Nap popped hella bottles. Hella bottles when I and shout out to my man Remy who's in, you know. Remy uh, Adele. What up, bro? And Remy was going bottle for bottle and I was like, and my is like this is a great night for me because you know this is yeah. this is my night you know what I'm saying yeah. like I get a I get a percentage of that I'm looking I'm going bottle bottle bottle, bottle. I mean the shit was just like <laughs> it was a fireworks show bro with so many fucking I bottles. remember that night I
1: think that was like Bay Bay's or somebody's yeah. uh, it's legendary birthday man. but like it was one of those things like you just couldn't get into not no. like you had to be like absolutely. You had to know somebody, because I remember where y'all's table was set up, you know, where Baby Boy at the time was, everybody. You had that table right there. You walk in, you go to the left. Y'all had that main table right there. Mm -hmm. Then DJ booth, then we had, like, another two tables, and you had, like, the back room, then, like, that bar up there. And I remember, uh, oh, my God, Baby Boy used to give me so many shots. I'm like, bro, stop that. That's my dog. Stop that, bro. Yeah.
3: You know, Baby Boy, man, he... um, You know, that's that's a guy I grew up with, man. And, um, you know, I had the pleasure of, like, being able to grow up with him and then work with him. And we shared shared a lot of crazy moments. Those nights, you know, that doesn't exist in Dallas anymore where, like, the exclusive party, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's so fucked up now. You know what I'm saying? You got to go to fucking Bottle Blonde, fucking 3,000 people. And if you're not, you, you know, your Air Force One's. Are yeah you know, you're not getting in or <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. you. you know it's it's fucked up you know what i'm saying it's like it was a different thing we brought hip-hop to like uptown you know what i'm yeah, saying like yeah. that shit was like bro i'm on knox and henderson like playing hip-hop on a sunday night you know what i'm saying like that's unheard of um so it was legendary for sure
1: yeah so like i, like I said i had some of the best times in my life i agree uh y'all got me a lot of ladies you're welcome. I want to. I want to thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> entanglements.
3: Entanglements. There, there was a
1: lot of entanglements. I remember. I, there was one story. Uh, it was uh yeah. I love them strippers by two chains. And I just remember some things went down. After that song was playing, so yes, thank you.
3: I, I appreciate you. Uh, I, you know, I throw nice passes in the air to my yeah, receivers You know, stupid.
1: Yeah. And speaking of throwing passes, I, I remember those football games y'all uh, used to do. You absolutely. Know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Midnight football games. We used to do an oh, industry yeah. industry uh, midnight football game, and we bring, um, you know, the rappers and, and the record labels. and on a Wednesday night at midnight we would play uh, flag football 7 on 7 and we gambled $1,000 a game So <laughs> bro, was, I remember that it was it was fucking legendary bro you know what I'm saying like I, I remember I mean,
4: y'all pulling like 8 a, a, uh, D1 players and yeah, stuff yeah absolutely bro <laughs> Jesus
3: I grabbed Pat, Patrick Creighton was playing for the Cowboys at the time his receiver and he, you know he used to come out to the parties and I brought Pat, Pat one night and was like Okay, that's my receiver right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, because, you know, it was money on the line. Yeah. Know, so was, but what was really dope about it was, like, all these people came together, man, from different parts of the city, yeah. different record labels, and there was no beef. There was just... Fun. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I miss, I really miss that part. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, you know, you're from, from the D, Crooked Eye. You know what I'm saying? You know, we have a local radio station called 97.9. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> we we heard some things back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Let's, you know, let's, let's, talk, let's, of, let's talk about it. So,
4: so the rumor was, I want to ask you a couple rumors here. The first rumor I want to ask you about is a situation where you got banned from all the radio stations, not just 97.9. Was that, yeah. You had yeah. pissed one person off or something like that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think about why. Oh, you know what it was? Is... The radio stations supported us. They played Freaks and um, and then Call Me. And then after that, my third single was Latino Stand Up.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So that was a very important song for me and my culture, you know what I'm saying, and, and my people at the time especially, mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Um, and, you know, they wanted me to play their car show for free. And I said, you know, we've leveled up. We're worth some money now, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not fair to us. I cut my show performance in half for the radio station, but I, I can't do it for free. The year before that, I had did Kano in eighty nine point three, the Energy Fest, which is a a, I, yeah. a legendary yeah. Theme. I used to
2: work yeah, mm-hmm. a volunteer there.
3: Right, and Dave Chaos paid me three thousand dollars to do um, a show um, in two thousand five. I never forget the Energy Fest, and there were fifteen thousand people there at five to ten dollars. So he made a killing. He paid me three grand. Three mm-hmm. grand. And I said, I'll never do that again for a yeah, radio station. Yeah. You can't make 100000 and I make $2,000. Yeah, yeah, That's not just, fair. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So, 97.9 The Beat and K104 were trying to get their position with the Latinos in the market, in the community. And playing skills were the perfect thing. We're local, yeah. we're Latinos, and the Latinos love us. Mm. Yeah. So, let's get these guys on our shows. But you want me to do the show for free? So, we said, no, we're not doing the show for free they turn around, they got pissed off and they're like, well, we're banning your music and then words were exchanged um, and I, I didn't have very nice things to say and I felt like I didn't need radio because I had the streets. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, there was literally, <laughs> I was talking radio, like, there was a poster at 97.9 The Beat that said, if you play a playing skills record, you will be fired. Jesus.
2: Damn. True
3: story. Mm. Wow. Um. Cool. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, the streets are gonna talk, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just continue doing our thing. K one hundred four was like same thing. Wow. You know, Skip Cheatham was there at the time. Skip's my man, but he was asking me to do the same thing. I said, Skip, I said, you're playing the summer fest, the big summer jam. K one hundred four, you really don't even put Latinos on your show. Yeah. You want me to play it? Like, come on, bro. Give me five grand. Are you serious? Like that? I mean, I'm being nice. Yeah.
2: And they're playing other artists while paying them.
3: Yeah, absolutely. No, but, you know, if if it was uh, Fabulous at the time, he was getting 50000 60000 for yeah. a fucking radio show. And that's half of his price. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the way it works when you do a radio show. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll condense your price uh, for the radio station because they support you and they play you. Yeah, play you yeah. Yeah. But you can't do it just absolutely free. free. Yeah. That's absolutely that's insane. insane. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So we, we caught the and sick, And all my DJ friends, I remember, Quick Mix Rick, I'm sorry, uh, uh, who else was on there? um all the guys that are my friends at ninety seven and my they was like ah, I can't really play yeah. you bro because I'm like you know what I'm the saying? And, and, and they're my pros. And I'm like and I got it and I was like I understood the radio politics and I told myself I'll never put myself in that position. Yeah. Again. So, um they were big supporters of us, you know, um, but yeah, basically they they yeah, the, the that's the rumor is true. I mean wow. they fucking banned us. I yeah. mean, I don't know what else to say about the shit. I mean <laughs> You know what though, looking back in hindsight, I mean it is what it is, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I
2: mean, I bet they be playing you now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I mean, look where I
3: got you now, bro. Like, yeah. Look where they got you now, Yeah. Bro. You know, I mean, ra- radio's in a very um, crazy space right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you know, because people are not really...
2: Listening to it anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? People man, are making yeah. their
3: choices. So they should tread lightly with that. But I'm in a different space in my career to where I don't really need that type of energy. Yeah. Um, like i needed back then radio was like if you were on the radio in 2005 yeah Yeah. bro you were a fucking superstar you know what i'm saying like that was the shit now if you're on the radio like all right cool i mean but are you at the top of the spotify playlist yeah are you at the top of the apple playlist you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah you know what i'm saying um it, it got ugly for a minute though i will i will say that you know what i'm saying and then and then you know, K one oh four and they don't they don't you know what I'm saying? They're they're battling each other. So yeah. if we play a show for 97.9 to beat, K one oh four is like, we're gonna stop playing your record. Yeah. If you go play 979 the beat's car show. Well, I'm like, that's not that's, fucking fair, that's man. That's pettiness
1: like That's it's, it's, it's yeah. kinda petty, bro. Like
3: it's radio for you.
1: Man, it, it reminds me of a story. Um uh back for a company I used to work for, uh, we did a big Super Bowl party. Uh we did um Jamie Foxx's Super Bowl party here. Nice. I just worked for a vodka company. And uh, so basically, I had to put all this event together in a short amount of span. So we approached 97.9 to do it or whatever. I was like, how about y'all partner up with us or whatever? I was like, I know y'all been looking for you know, a party to attach yourselves to because y'all don't have a Super Bowl party. The right. Super Bowl is in your city. Like, why don't you attach to what we were doing? Worked all that stuff out or whatever, blah, blah, blah. They broadcast it live. Uh, live. At the time, Vita Loca. Yeah was well Vita Loca. Yeah. Um <laughs> so at the time Jamie Foxy had his Foxhole radio. Right. So they did a live broadcasting for serious, you know, radio. Mm-hmm. So Vita Loca comes in, she's on a radio, being, you know, Vita Loca on a microphone. <laughs> I literally had Sirius FM guys like, yo Get this ghetto bitch off the fucking microphone,
3: like right now. I'm like, oh man, this is fucking-.
1: <laughs> like think about my position. <laughs> me being in <there> right now, having <laughs> to tell Vita, like, hey, <laughs> um, so here's the situation, real quick.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, tone it down.
1: You know, I need that microphone. <laughs> like it was, it was one of. I mean, she it was fucking, politics. She, she stormed off or whatever. Then we had bad relationship with the radio station after that. Absolutely. And it's just like, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, this, this person you sit out to represent you. So that person's representing your company right now and now I have something that's a bigger company. I was like, Yeah. We're not we're not feeling this. Like, so now you put me in a bad situation. Now because of that, now we can't do business anymore. And I just like, man, it sucks. Yeah. Man, radio stations are like that. Like
3: radio politics. But you know what, man? Fortunately for the up and coming artists and the entrepreneurs you don't need to abide by those rules anymore man you know what yeah. i'm saying like you really really don't man you know what i'm saying soundcloud and 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 mm-hmm. and all these things exist to where an artist can live as artistic um they can have whatever artistic artistic expression that they they want to have and put it up however the fuck they want to do it without mm-hmm. living by these rules of hey the song needs to be three minutes and 30 seconds Man, come on, bro! My motherfuckers <laughs> is putting songs out two minutes max, yeah, literally, one yeah. verse, yeah, man, and and yeah. and it's popping. If you if you get a fan base, so yeah. that's the flip side of that. Um, but I do appreciate um, the radio stations because let me tell you something. For us being two Latinos from Irving, Texas, local, and to be played on K 104 97.9 to beat, that's
2: a pretty big. Deal. That's a big that's
3: thing, a, yeah. and 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 not once like. Freaks was the number one record for oh, yeah. many weeks. Yeah. Call me was huge. Latinos stand up on 979 to be. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm screaming on that record? I'm like, yo, I'm this is a fucking enchanting song for my Latinos to be played on what was considered a African American station. It yeah, was man. a big, big, big moment. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm I'm proud that they did uh support that. And, you know, the politics is what it is. And- Would- Oh good.
2: I was just wondering like I mean would you say it's easier now to like be discovered in this industry or like become successful now that we're in like 2020 compared to how it was back then like in 2005 mm. and in the, the
3: 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I I uh I think that you can create your own lane a lot easier and you don't really have to do you know um what the artists were doing but I think that everybody thinks they're a rapper and a singer and a <laughs> producer and fucking God knows oh, what Oh, yeah, we know. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So it's like... Don't oh. even get
1: me started on somebody... You know, you, know, you know I'm not gonna be nice I'm not gonna to go there, there. Yeah. I'm not gonna go there
3: <laughs> no we can go there whenever you want
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> cause I got some people feelings I really wanna no, hurt no, but no, no, no. I'm saved now so I'm not gonna hurt your feelings you no, can thank the man above cause no. there's some people I kinda wanna go in yeah. right now I kinda wanna I kinda wanna just no, like no, nigga no, no, no hang no, it up know, bro. you can learn it.
3: Y- yes yes. hang
1: it up like like play said like when you realize you've been trying to do the same thing for 10,
3: 12 yo nigga wrap that shit up at you.
2: some point yeah
3: wrap it up you've been doing this for how long well What I tell people is, like, it's not about the monetary or the money, the financial, that should be what you're gauging your success on, right? Because sometimes it takes people 10 to 15 years to get paid off, right? And whatever the fuck you're doing, it doesn't matter. You know, doctors, business, restaurant. It may take a long time. But are you making steps forward? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you going from uh, three fans to 13 fans to 23? Mm -hmm. If you're not, then you have to either reshuffle the deck or walk away from the table right. that's it there ain't nothing else yeah. to it and go play on another, another table you know what I'm saying that's okay you know what I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that but I think that people have this pride thing that go I want to prove that I made it yeah. so I can yeah. shove it down these people's throats yeah. and after years pass it's like okay even if this is what I tell everybody that's quote unquote in competition or feels a certain way about the playing skills bro I sold 100 million records I got two Grammy Awards I'm saying like I made millions of dollars doing what I do you're not catching up to me there's no Mm -hmm. catching up yeah yeah and I'm saying this in a very modest but true way there's not a production duo that has accomplished what we accomplished in the 15 years name it in different genres I had a number one hit record in yes (laughs) class urban I had a number one record in the EDM world I've had several number one records in the Latin space in the last couple of years. In 15 years, I've evolved. I, you know, I figured out how to do what I do. I own a publishing company that is worth a hundred million dollars that I own, that I own. I'm a businessman. I'm signing producers and writers. We're beyond. So who cares? Even if any of my previous artists sell million records, I'm going to applaud you. Louis. please go sell million records. Mike fly you know whatever it's, yes go sell five million records the competition is not with me it's with
5: yourself your peers
3: and yeah. yourself yeah yeah and i want them to win yeah. it yeah. didn't happen with me i'll take the blame for it you know what yeah. i'm not a great fucking record label guy that's fine i'm a record producer i'm an entrepreneur yeah, at what i yeah. do that's fine but i think that people keep beating this down for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. um and all my previous artists are ext- i feel like they were the best talent in town yeah in my eyes i felt like shelby louis and mcfly was absolutely the best talent in town maybe it didn't work out the way okay cool figure it out the way you got to figure it out if you sell 10 million records i'm gonna be applauding you bro yeah Yeah. which is the difference between some other people and us they're (laughs) not applauding Mm -hmm. they're not applauding you know know what i'm saying
2: Um, yeah i mean with all the success that you've that you guys had I mean, like, what kind of hurdles, I guess, have you guys overcome to get to where you are right now? Would you say
3: every every fucking hurdle, man? Every goddamn the doorman not letting me in the club. Oh, don't don't, don't, <laughs> doorman, don't let me in, man. I'm doorman. doorman, it was a raid.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Raise my dog. Uh, Even
2: being like, like you know, like going into like you know, yeah, the music industry. Absolutely,
3: and, like, the urban world. Listen, yeah. I, I I used to walk into studios and. Um, I remember I did a session with a uh, Walker Flock Flame, right? And and Walker was like, we walked in the session. And he was like, "Yo, where are playing Skills at?" And me and Skills were in the room, but he thought we were black. Mm. Mm. So he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. yeah. So then when the beat has to come on, it has to be that much to the next level. Yeah. yeah. For whatever reason. That's yeah. like a black dude coming in and trying to play a reggaeton song Yeah, Yeah. I yeah. mean, bro, you're gonna have to be like, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. That's one of the hurdles. Yeah. The The executive side of things. The, you know, um, uh, dipping in and out of genres is very scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people are like, you are who, you need to be in this lane. In this yeah. lane. Yeah, yeah. You need to, why aren't you doing freaks? Because that was 15 years ago. <laughs> That's why. I, yeah. I moved on. You know what I'm saying? I'm interested in doing other things. I think, I think Con Calma it sounds great. You know what I'm saying? I love collaborating in different spaces, man. You know what? Three years from now, I might go to Nashville fucking tennessee and fucking <laughs> try some country and do a country i want to yeah. Yeah. as a matter of fact i want to go and write country oh, records three to five years from now I Tennessee want to.
1: whiskey is my favorite oh, oh, I
3: love tennessee whiskey. You, you feel me but oh, even yeah. Kay yeah.
2: michelle she's an r&b artist and she's trying to or i don't know if she has yet but, but she you should challenge to yourself to, yeah. you should
3: challenge yourself as as a writer producer, creative art, like, as a creative okay. to evolve into whatever explore it
2: is. other yeah. absolutely
3: you know what i'm saying but the hurdles are no different than anybody else i'm saying it sucks man because for an artist that's coming up the doors get shut you know they they tell you you need to be like this and this is what i tell even all my ex-artists that were used to work with me i'm like bro if you want to express yourself go ahead you should Mm -hmm. i don't have to agree with it but i'm saying if that's what you think it needs to be then do it and then prove it that's it you know what i'm saying so um the hurdles are definitely there's no more 42 <laughs> just a little bit, just a little
1: bit. Just a little bit. Up, there, oh, up. there is a good shot. Ooh, oh, dang. man. Ooh, I should have bought two bottles. Damn, I didn't know. I didn't. Was I know all the homies come coming. What's up with y'all? Yo, shout out to the homies. Okay, no, okay, homies.
3: Yeah, let me shout out. This is uh, Maximo Mundial. He is uh, now signed to my uh, publishing company. This guy has written records for Daddy Yankee, Ooh, Yandel. Cool. Uh, uh, uh designer i oh, mean wow. Dave, uh, david david getta rehab wow. i mean this guy's like international songwriter
2: okay he has a resume with him
3: yeah right? he does. Like, he's just <laughs> over here chilling like
1: and
3: this, is, this, this is this is uh, dj scott summers from houston texas who has yeah, yeah. co-produced in uh multi platinum i don't
4: even recognize scott with the he got the whole in
3: here i don't recognize with the glasses i know I he thinks it's so cool <laughs> yeah grammy nominated fucking multi platinum <laughs> yeah this is my my, uh, writing team right here
1: so yeah that's yeah, what yeah. so uh, speaking about that you know what i'm saying also i want to say shout out to e-man oh DJ yeah dj ski ah congratulations on y'all getting y'all's deals signed yes, like sir. i i texted him when i saw that when they posted pictures of yo congratulations fam like yeah. you know they're some writers so um, yeah
3: you know so so for the people that don't know um to kind of give a little detail on that um man we've been talking about a lot of amazing things but yeah uh <laughs> uh i uh me and my brother took over uh or started a publishing company uh ctm latin music publishing that um is partnered with a, a group of guys from uh the netherlands um andre de Rauf, who's a billionaire publishing guru um and gave me the opportunity to come into that space of uh songwriting and producing and gave us a partnership where we're able to sign songwriters and producers and give them an opportunity to write in our space. Um so I mean it was only right for me to bring take make sure I took care of home first. So these guys been writing Mm -hmm. with me and everything else. So um yeah, DJ Ski, E Man who's been grinding with me for many, many years and writing lots of hit songs, uh, Maximo, um, all signed to the company. And I'm looking for the next producer and songwriter that's out there in the Dallas Fort Worth area that you know, um, can bring that to the table. So I say that to say that, you know, we've stepped into the executive space now. Yeah. Um yeah. of of doing things, you know what I'm saying? So the big I'm, boys now. Uh, the re- the retirement on the boat stage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so to, so both of y'all
1: in here in the studio, man, I wanna salute to y'all. Cheers mm-hmm. to y'all man. Much success. You know. Salute, salute Bobby, Salute, hey. Opa. opa. <laughs> so I want to on switch gears real quick, you know what I'm saying? You know, I hear, you know, y'all, y'all got a little record out there, you know what I'm saying? Y'all had yeah. had got a little streaming record out there. You yeah. just 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 blew up. Blew up. Let's talk <laughs> about that. So tell us about that.
3: Um, this is a brand new single. It's uh uh featuring Daddy Yankee and uh the legendary and Lennox that's the record we're doing right best time.
1: That's yeah we we're gonna do that record but yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like your record far as people streaming yours oh. like on vivo and all this oh, stuff yeah, bro yeah, yeah, yeah. but we gonna get to that record in just I, a second I, yeah. though but yeah i heard y- y'all brought some records like was it like two weeks y'all yeah. had like yeah was it was like a billion people almost or something like that yeah yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. It's, it's it's been amazing that's what i'm saying is like we took the the, the brand to a very uh global um space man of uh man, you know, I just, I just, like I said, I got introduced to, like, this global thing, man, in, like, 2014, 2015. And um, I was like, man, I'm kind of doing this wrong. Like, I'm I'm focused on the Grove and the Oak Cliff. Loving yeah. It. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no. On a
2: smaller scale.
3: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's, na- that's natural for an artist, you know what I'm saying? To, to be loved in the States, in your space, in your neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? And But I got introduced to this global thing, and I started to figure out how to market and do that. And now we're You know, millions and millions of streams in billions, billions Billions. of uh, views um, on our videos and our collaborations. I've had the opportunity to work in the K-pop space. I went to Korea Mm. and I had the first chart topping uh, Korean pop Latin collaboration in the history of music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So this all happened like in a crazy... Yeah. You know, thing. So this quarantine shit fucked me cuz it made yeah. me stop, you know what I'm saying, from from, from seeing the world, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But um man, it's 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 been a blessing, yeah.
1: All right. So I want you to introduce this latest single right now, which is just it's blowing the fuck up right now, y- yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Yes sir. You know, say it for me one more time.
3: Best I uh, uh, yeah, Best I is uh the new playing skills singer with with Daddy Yankee and the legendary Zion & Lennox. Um I think we're like Almost 20 million views after two weeks. Yeah. Um, the record's yeah. already platinum. Uh, it's mega, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. In a time where shit's fucked up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. people Thanks. have really gravitated to this, man. We're, we're extremely proud. So new playing skills, Daddy Yankee Zyna Linux is called Bessaman.
5: Un besito,
0: dos Oh,
1: man, that, that's this a hit right there. Yeah, man. Man, you platinum already two weeks you said right
3: yeah yeah it is man thank god
1: okay so you told us about the two two homies in the building yeah you know obviously we're gonna be looking after them yes yeah, sir know, some latin artists right now you're working with you think we should be on the lookout for this you know that's
3: gonna just about to be some game changers um new guys um
2: or even like new projects you guys
3: got uh Oh, uh, Raúl Antonio's my artist. You know what I'm saying that I'm that I'm working with very closely. We have new new playing skills. I've been working with this uh, kid by the name of uh, Nathanael Cano. He's like a corridos uh, mm-hmm. regional Mexican artist, but he does trap. And it's like oh, a mix wow. of corridos and trap. Mm-hmm.
2: That's interesting.
3: Extremely it's, it's man. And he does this thing called uh uh corridos tumba. Tum- that's me corridos tumba. Yeah, yeah corridos tumbao and it's like uh, a mixture of trap and corridos. Mm-hmm. Um. And so he's like, you know, a nineteen-year-old kid. That's I mean, he's extremely popular in Mexico. So it's like a pro- a passion project that I took on because yeah. I want to dip into that side because I I haven't done that. God damn it! Oh, <laughs> you good, bro? You good? Oh <laughs> hey um, man, he's a busy man. Yeah. So. Um, and you know, I'm I'm working on Nicki Jam's new album. Um, uh, Daddy Yankee's new album. Uh, I'm working with Prince Royce. I mean, all the mm-hmm. all the Latin yeah, stuff, yeah. man. You know, yeah. but 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 don't get it fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the studio with Yellow Beezy and Trap Boy Freddy I'm in the studio with fucking um, uh, 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 a Boogie. Yeah. Um, you know, just i mean, dipping
2: into everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Different like, genres.
3: yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because we've always been those guys that just like dip in and out the genre. Yeah. The challenge is like more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. more than anything because we're beyond the money. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So it's like. I want legacy.
5: Yeah. Right.
3: Speaking of Yellow Beezy,
1: I love I love that track y'all got on Madden. Yeah, Wrist. Well, yeah, Wrist with uh, a designer, Yellow yeah. Beezy. He's like, I'm playing with them skills, man. Yeah, man yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I, when I first heard it, I was like, what? My niggas got a fucking song on Madden. Like,
3: you know what's crazy is um, uh, I did that song with Designer first. And then um, when Designer had, uh, right after Panda, he had, I forget what it was. But the designer was living in L.A., and I was kicking it with him. We were working. And so I had the song sitting there, and Madden reached out, and they're like, do you have any music for the game? I said, of course. First of all, I'm a Madden fan. Mm. Um, and then I was like, man, Yellow Beasy got super hot. Yeah. And we hung, me, Yellow Beasy, uh, Errol Spence, and um, Big Hud um, all hung out one night in L.A., actually. Yeah. It was a Dallas... All in the LA, dallas, yeah. LA. <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying so we hung out and me and uh bz talked about doing some music so i said man when we get back to look dallas are gonna pull up i said like, all right cool and a week after his shooting you know he got shot
1: yeah i remember that whole thing and yeah
3: you know what i'm saying it was in my
1: neighborhood too like in my neighborhood was
3: <clears throat> yeah so he got shot um shit i think eight times some crazy yeah. shit you know what yeah. i'm saying and um so he pulled up to the studio man just him and another guy and he was like shit pull up the track and I was like, you don't need a minute? He's like, nah, I'm ready to go in the booth. Literally. He wasn't trying to waste no time. Pistol on the side. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> trying to be here. I just got shot. Goddamn, yeah. I'm protecting myself. He went in the booth, freestyled the entire verse. Oh, shit. 15, 20 minutes max. He's like, all right, play. Call me if you need anything. Left. That was it. You know what I'm saying? And it ended up on Madden and was like a big thing. Because th- when you turn on the game that the algorithm allows that song to be first yeah you know what i'm saying so like man it was just like a big thing because you know me as a kid growing up madden was like and now here i have the main song on there yeah. and i get you know it's a dallas thing yeah. know, so, yeah. so it's really really dope man ea sports Yes yeah. in the game <laughs> for sure so i saw
1: you with a picture you know with my future baby mama she don't know it yet but one day yeah miss Daddy lane man i am um, yeah. The biggest fan of Danny Lane. yeah. Like, and if you listen to this Danny, you know what I'm saying. We can entangle them all. There all you can... go, entanglement, bro. <laughs> I'm breaking their back. Full circle entanglement, but yeah. So man, like she is just crushing it right yeah, now. Yeah, she's like, so dumb.
3: Like, Dominican, uh, amazing dancer, amazing singer. We have a partnership, or well, we had a partnership. I'm not no longer with the partnership anymore, but we used to all work with uh, Bucanas, mm-hmm. J Balvin. Uh, uh, A, playing skills I uh, forget who else so we used to do all these different parties where she would perform Balvin would perform we would DJ at these private corporate events especially around the Latin Grammys or the Latin Billboard Awards mm-hmm. you know so she's dope man I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how I can get a record done with us you know what I'm saying because I think it would be really dope yeah. she's so I just cool good. man holler like, at
1: me when you in the studio I yeah. will fly <laughs> to
3: too, bro I will, me too hitchhike. me too man i fucking I, I would be
1: in that building like because like it's just I feel like she's self made for the most part bro yeah
3: like, she's the definition of like exactly what I'm talking about yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying like of like her going and making her steak like Listen, she's not just popular off her music. Like, she's she's cool fashion wise. She's cool dancing. dancing. You know what she's I'm saying? Just it's like, she, just, she wrote exactly. too, right? Yeah, she writes as well. I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. that's what I'm, that's my point. like, yeah. she's going to be able to survive because of multiple all those things. things. Multiple tools, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, triple, shout out triple,
2: to her. Triple threat. Yes.
3: So I, I remember you had posted
1: something I want to say this is around like 2016, 2017, somewhere around the time. Despacita was like, yeah. just major. And I remember the Grammys, they gave it to Bruno Mars yeah. for, I think, for, like, album of the year or song of the year. I remember you saying, like, yo, that's... It's bullshit. It's kind of, yeah, Yeah, kind of,
3: we could talk about it. Like, I felt like that, you know, um, ah, man, you know, I have, like, mixed emotions about that song because, crazy enough, I had a song that was called S." It was a, a Selena cover that I had put out, um, and it was the most added spanglish record at top 40 radio in 2017-18 prior to despacito happening despacito was already a number one song in the latin space and justin bieber jumped on the record yeah. and he took it globally to another mm-hmm. space um and the radio station said to us we're not going to play one we're not going to play more than one song top 40 right and mm-hmm. rhythmic not let the uh, spanish station. they said we're not going to play more than one song that had Spanish lyrics in it. Wow. So, wow. So Despacito obviously trumped us. Yeah. I was on my way. Every I was the most shamed, the Shazam record in the world. I had sold 150,000 singles on iTunes. I mean, our record, the, you know, I covered Selena. See you on Like, yeah. it doesn't get no bigger. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I had co-sign like the co-sign from the Quintanillas and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Despacito comes with Bieber, and it just, it goes there. Yeah. Great for Latin music, by the way. That's why I say mixed feelings, because... That exposed so many people to that vibe. Mm-hmm. So when the Grammys came, I was like, there's no way. Like this is the this is the biggest song of the music business of yeah. all time. Yeah. Biggest yeah. selling, most played, most viewed. Motherfucker, goddamn, if we get snubbed here,
1: yeah.
3: Let's get snubbed by this. Yeah. And and you yeah. know, and I like Bruno, you know what I'm saying? But I felt like that was just complete robbery because of the yeah. Latin Grammys, it cleaned up. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Well, you know, it's, politics i was really upset about it you know even the grammy committee actually reached out to me and asked me to take the post down you know because i work with them very closely and yeah, yeah and i was like well you know that's my opinion you know at the end of the day you guys you know should have did a better job and i wanted the win for the latinos so bad yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying that i was like damn man you know what i'm saying so yeah but
1: see even think about that okay you had bieber jump on despacito right you had beyonce was it magenta she she mi hopped h- on mi gente I'm
3: sorry. I'm, I'm just, Magenta. Okay, he's forty two. Don't worry about, it. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, I'm black as fuck. That's right. I don't know what he said by accident. I- Magenta. <laughs> well, that's what it looks like. You just look at it. Yeah.
1: Um we had that then you had uh, fuck I just lost what I was about to fucking talk about man I just lost my drink. no, you
3: were, no but, but there were there were a lot of artists that started to collaborate Cop. with yeah. Latin artists you yeah. I'm yeah. saying yeah. like Latin music Cardi- became well, Cardi well she is Latin
5: yeah. I love so yeah. Yeah. and yeah I remember lot. you
4: telling me a story about how Sierra was gonna yeah I was gonna get with you
3: on yeah I was working you know? on, a, on a record with Sierra um, uh, a dimbo like Dominican style fucking beat because Sierra can dance you know mm-hmm. so I was like no I was like yeah. Sierra, you killed a shit. That yeah. motherfucking shit. Hell yeah. You know, and me and C started talking, and um, you know, and then she had babies and yeah, and Russell. So yeah, you know, was like <laughs> <laughs> she was like, uh, "Play." I'm not really interested in music. Yeah. Okay, baby, no problem. No, not, but C's cool, super, super nice. Yeah. Um, and 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 that's 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 the opportunities that came about for me, man. it's like. The artist that I didn't think would want to step into the space, mm-hmm. because I come from the urban background, but I'm Latino, and now yeah. I'm in the thing, everybody, I mean, bro, you name it, young Dolph reached out and he was like, yo, Dolph, <laughs> I want to work with Anuel, can you make a trap record yeah. for us? Yeah. Wow. You know, like, it was- it This
2: was, is blowing up right now. And Drake, too. Absolutely. And, Drake. Absolutely.
3: Well, yeah. and, yeah. and, and Drake's smart. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like Romeo Santos and, and and I mean all his little vibes yeah. like he got this Afro vibe, this Latin vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like Latin music is extremely extremely, extremely powerful, man. Yeah. It just is, man. It's either it's either Latin music or or urban music. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's what's ruling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, for you sure. know I'm in the middle of it and I'm trying to like you know, put it all together. I'm excited.
2: I, I want to see you guys work with Becky G. I love Becky G. Yeah, I
3: have. I did the English version of... uh um, what yes, yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Be- yeah, so, so yeah, Becky is... uh She's dope, man. I'm, I'm actually working... Hey, if you want to take him with Becky, you'll say, yeah. Yeah, I'll be blessed. You know, Becky is... Yeah. Becky got like a superstar Ronaldo-looking Yes. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, she got
2: her man.
3: That's good for her, man. You know, Becky's... You know, I like Becky because she represents... Young Latin Americans, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like young Latina, English first, Spanish yes, second. Yeah, yeah. Mexican American, you know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I fuck with Becky. I've, I've been working with Becky for many, many years. We're actually working on some new stuff as well.
2: Okay, that that excites yes. me. That's yeah.
3: what, what it was yeah, 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 for sure. Shit,
1: <laughs> I went to go see her. Fucking Power Rangers. I was like, that was Becky. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: love her. And she's
3: she's dope, man. She's actually like, you know what I'm saying? Like a really smart. Fucking just, just, just a smart girl, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you go in the studio and like you have a conversation. It's like it's it's enlightening. It's not like just some pretty girl that can sing. You know right. saying it's like a good conversation. So shout out yeah. to Becky. Yeah. Yeah. So go
2: No, she's very humble. I love her.
3: She's fine as fuck is what she is. That's,
1: that's, that's pretty much.
3: <laughs> She's very
1: beautiful.
2: I still see her as Becky from the block or Becky.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> she could become my block anytime. I'm, I'm up in the suburbs too. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I got a crib up there. You know what I'm saying? gonna I'm, I'm fight with your boy up north. You know, I'm, I'm out the hood. I transitioned
3: out. You know what I'm saying? Thank God.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> so, man. So let's let's, let's 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 go back and kind of recap. You know what I'm saying? We started in 2003. You know what I'm saying? Around the time we would flip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you had the freaks. You know, what I'm saying you had call me transition into you know got money. You yeah. know what I'm saying transition to EDM. Yeah, transitioned over to you know, the, you know major Latin music. You know, what I'm saying reggaeton did all that. You know, what I'm saying you even came full circle with it. Right. Not only rapping, producing. Yeah. Writing. Yeah. Publishing. Yes, sir. Being a CEO, being a boss dog. You know, what I'm saying you know. Top dog, you know, what yeah. you know cigar smoking, nineteen forty two sipping, playmaking over here. Uh, <laughs> We're
3: done, done. Y'all driving,
1: okay? So, so I'm so, riding. If someone wanted to be you, you know, it's like I want to get to a level of success of doing this, or even have the success you want to do, right. what type of advice would you tell them? Like, hey, this is what you need to do. This is where you start. Okay, start here and. Yeah. proceed to do this what, what would you give some advice uh, to my
3: advice to anybody up and up coming entrepreneurs would be like learn whatever business that you're trying to be in um from the bottom that way when you get to the top you've already done whatever your your employees are trying to do i have a lot of people that work for me and you know they'll be like they'll mess up something as simple as like checking into a hotel like a road manager job right and i'll mm-hmm. be like well i know how to check into a hotel Believe it or not, there's some artists that don't check into their hotels. They just get a key when they arrive and they go to their hotel room. They're fucking high as fuck, Mm. drunk as fuck. They got off a plane. They're rock stars. It exists. Well, I used to road manage Lil Flip. So I know how to check into a hotel, right? I know how to write an email because I had to write an email, right? I know how to... Uh, get on a conference call and speak to whatever because I did all the internships. I started from the bottom. So my advice would be, start from the very bottom, learn the business from the from the In very and out. Yeah. And then when you get to the top, you can tell any employer or anybody that works for you, a songwriter can't come to me and be like, well, you know, that's the way I write songs. Cool. Well, I've wrote fucking ten number ones. So let's talk about this because yeah. I don't really agree with you about this. Mm-hmm. And this is why, because I'm educated. You're off-key you have too many syllables in this uh in this lyric uh the song is confusing whatever the case may be because i used to be a songwriter right or was a songwriter early on in my career if i'm a producer and i'm watching a guy make a beat and he's taking an hour to do a drum loop and i'm like in the back behind him i'm like god damn it bro why don't you just hit the motherfucking snare the right goddamn way i might move my guy that's working for me and go snare you're taking too long to do this shit bro (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I used to produce records right yeah. because I learned it from the bottom up so my advice to anybody would be like yo if you want to be, own a car dealership one day sell cars first bro no. Yeah, sell cars first if you want to own the dealership you got to know how the fuck the process of selling cars is yeah. first whether it's the bank approval, whatever all that that way when you're at the very top you can employ the right people Yeah. you know what I'm saying so that's my biggest thing man and listen fate over faith man figure that out and you'll be fine
1: Okay, so I, I know people can probably find you, but just 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 one more time, what do people want to they can follow you, find you all find all your music? You know, shout out on that one more time for us. Yeah,
3: um, playing skills P-L-A-Y-N-S-K-I-L-L-Z, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're pretty.
2: I mean Google, 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 Google 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 up. Everything's
3: gonna pop up.
1: Such a big flex, though. Bitch, you can Google me, bro. That's (laughs) true. (laughs) Homeboy, Google me, like see what pop up, bro. Like you know, I
3: got a Wikipedia uh, link, and you know, (laughs) and and don't mind, don't mind the net worth. If you try to Google that, like that, it's completely off. I promise you.
4: Yeah. Oh
5: Oh, oh, damn, damn, Scott Summers.
4: (laughs) <laughs> he said no words I
2: you. mean why would Ray have a a, a glass right next to me <laughs> I, to drink in the I don't care
1: as long as you clean it up that's that's all I care about you're just gonna clean that up afterwards or whatever damn
2: I'll so, leave it there
1: man I appreciate you for coming and dropping Thank some you. knowledge Thank on you. us you know rocking with us you know you got a bunch of things you're doing like yeah. you're a busy man but you took time out and i appreciate that yeah no it's sure. all good one hundred percent. yeah you know scott summer is all y'all if y'all want to come on rainbase podcast and podcasts, come fuck with your boys one time bro like yeah. get lucy yeah. get some more than 1942 up in
3: here you know what i'm saying next time scott's and down his, his, his story is very interesting as well. look listen like you, you guys are my friends uh, away from this and yeah i uh i actually you know i follow you guys and i see all the amazing things you guys doing locally with everybody and and the exposure that you're giving everybody keep going i came here because i hope that i can inspire somebody Mm -hmm. and i was pretty humble and honest you know what i'm saying like people (laughs) might not like (laughs) a lot of opinions but you know it is what it is you know what at the end of the day um that's what it's about man so salute to you guys and you know, um, we'll be back. You know what I'm saying for sure. Man, we'll be no, back, true, and yeah, then yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the next phase yeah. of whatever oh, the yeah. fuck I'm doing. I don't 2. know. <laughs> 2.0, the level of uh, country
2: music. and country yeah. music. <laughs> I, I, I hope
3: to God, you know what I'm saying. I'll yeah. tell y'all about how I moved to Nashville and I <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote a number one song in country music because that's my goal. <laughs> that's hey, my next yeah, set. I wouldn't be surprised uh, to be yeah, honest. I'm Thank you. Okay.
1: So you know, it's your boy Ray. And uh, swipe left, Wagyu Ray.
2: And a from around the
1: way. And you know, so before we ride out, what we're going to do is we're going to ride out to one of my favorite playing skills songs of all time. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I'm trying to get some entanglement going on right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Danny, if you're listening, you know what I'm saying? Dude, this them. is going to be us. This is the smash hit Freaks Playing Skills classic. The classic. Preaching Adina Howard and Crazy Bone. Here we go. Let's go.
5: Straight to the no for negate how to go downtown. Too many freaks that'll please me. I'm that bleeding, you better believe. I'm
6: penalties but I guarantee. That I still got a freak every day of the week. I love the feeling we are dealing with someone. wine. the a movie, your body on. I know I do get bigger when you're giving me tone. And I get a little crazy when it's kind of bone. My life makes you think I was one of a kind. My eyes make you think that love was blind. Separate the crate but a weak freaks. Someone else hate. Hello, oh my freak. But I never love a hoe, never let a hoe know that I got a lot of dough. She ain't got a know. Take it to the room, I don't need your voice. But I might need your mind to provide the moist. The world rain still I'm at your knees Swallow my seeds And now I see why you on free win.
0: The world has to make me <laughs> Come
5: on
6: I done been around a whole wide world I done miss so many kisses Ain't many different bitches met girls, girls, nasty girls Real bad girls sitting in this flat in world Run around behind me and my ass and it really wanna get me hot They wanna spend some time But it does think get freaky with it In a hot tub thinking getting weedy with it We get take a little turn off The lights ain't combo But here with me Take off all your clothes, your clothes and freak me baby, baby, baby the world has come in It's not I, no Gucci, no Prada Holla like the chick, that I yeah. mack her down Hit, then I pass her, hand me down Can i been around the world, ah yeah. Been hated on for the things I got But I don't man, I just rubble, man. Talk real like that I better fuck a man And I love them girls, I love the bong, bong, bong Call me up when she all alone She good with the don't, she ride for days Take my breaks and take my yay. Do no play, I'm a player to call All you get is a little castar Fuck the drum, you know my style I cope out of friend with a Kodak smile Same with the beats With the cheese, I'm straight to the point, I'm straight to the sheet. Why cheese won't free when the The world has to make me